Welcome back to 102.6 The Slot. This is me, your host, Dandy Tambus, and we just had a fucking sensual triple shot of Motley Crue. We're about to slide into some wasp, and when that fucking sick, sick, sick guitar solo hits its crescendo if you're the 17th caller we've got two front row tickets to fog hat tonight call into the morning radio zoo crew with me and the fuck and if <laughs> tandy and the fuck on tuesday mornings on 1027 the power slut and if you can <laughs> And if you can tell me where my mom's clit is, if you call in and you can answer 15 questions, <laughs> you're going to win. You're going to win pieces of the foreigner lead singer's skull only on 1027 Slut Fuck. With me in the studio today are my two close friends, Stephen and Rudy. Introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Rudy. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mom. I'm your podcast boy. All right, very good. What's up, guys? Just eating my own shit. How about you, man? Way to way to come out. Of We're the- coming in. <laughs> way to come out of the fucking gates. We're coming in strong. Coming We're coming in of- strong, dude. Coming out of my cage, and I've been doing just fine. So this is the first episode of Welcome to the Horse House with your host Tristan Horse. It's good to be here for for a long time. We've been meaning to uh, release a podcast, and well, I guess, I guess today's the day. I feel kind of like Mr. Howard Stern right now, or something. Yeah, Don it- Imus. Hey, all you nappy-headed hoes, this is Tristan Horse. I really think that he should make a return, and that should just be his constant intro. I'm what? waiting for him to come back. What? Just, what's up, my nappy hoes out there? Like, Don Imus, I'm Bubba the Love Sponge, and Rudy is... Opie uh, and Anthony. I was going to say Rush Limbaugh, but you can be the Opie Anthony love child. You ever look at Rush Limbaugh's face? I try not to. He looks unhuman. Yeah, no shit. No, because I was always just used to like how he looked on Family Guy in those couple episodes, but I, I saw a real pit. He's a fucking... Like a monster. He looks more human in Family Guy. He looks more... Somehow he looks more More human than human. Exactly. My man looked like a warming tray at Golden Corral. If you're in the mood to see shit in a urinal, I I highly suggest going to the Golden Corral bathrooms. Because you will always find at least one sizable turd in a urinal. Is any Golden Corral good? I've never Mm -hmm. been to one. I mean, it's, it's like any, you know, like, highway side buffet you go in. You go in, there's... 25 children screaming yeah. and, and you can't tell if they're happy yeah. they're sad or they're like sand culotte getting ready to cut the head mm. off of like marie antoinette they're just screaming and all of the employees look like they're on the verge of death or some sort of overdose and they're like try our new chicken sticks and they've got one chicken stick is asian and the other one is covered in corn and the other one is these all sound like complaints but yeah. yeah, shit sounds good. And you walk in, and there's an eight-year-old Thai child, literally. Well, that's where you're wrong. It's mostly 500-pound Latinx people go okay. to Golden Corral. <laughs> okay. it's, 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 it's always them. Without them, it's Golden Corral's done. 
I, I, I just think Golden Corral is essentially like, um, like if they were going to do like a modern retelling of Lord of the Flies, it would take place not on an <laughs> island, but like, and you just walk in and like Piggy's carrying like the pig head and he's dipping it in the chocolate fountain. <laughs> And they just threw a kid off the roof, or they threw him in the deep fryer, and he's under a heat lamp. You know what I say? I, I can't eat at a place where ribs are served right next to pizza. It's just, there's something not right about that. How do you feel about Chinese buffets? Because they'll have... It's all the same have, food to me, They'll so. have, like, lo mein next to jello, next to, like, the frog legs. Yeah, next to, I don't know. I'll fuck up a Chinese buffet. You're meant though. to mix those. Yeah, you are meant to mix I those. I mean, they're in order for a reason like that. Yeah, that's called American exceptionalism. That's mm. a beautiful thing, Stephen. Mm. All right, so uh, I've, I've devised a game for us to play. We're going to have some games on the podcast. Okay. Um, so I've devised a game. The name of the game is Who Said It? David Duke or Lou Reed? we got Stephen in one corner and Rudy in the other. Let's go. Who Said It? I don't call myself a white supremacist. I'm a civil rights activist concerned about European-American rights. Rudy, I'll let you go first. I'm going to say that has to be Duke. I'd like to say that's David Duke. I hope it's Duke. Fuck. Lou Reed. (laughs) By the way, if you hear the fart noise, that means they're wrong. If you hear the horse noise, it means they're right. All right, who said it? The most important part of my religion is to play guitar. Rudy, I'll let you go first. Uh, Okay, got it. Um, Be serious now. It seems too obvious that it's Reed, so I, I want to say it's Duke. I'm going full Duke on this. Steven? Oh, no, it can't be. It's got to be Lou Reed. I don't know, man. The most important part of my religion is to play guitar. David Duke. Hell yeah. Wow. Rudy? Steven? Who said it? I don't want to see this country resemble or look like Mexico. Mexico is great to visit. I've been there a few times. I respect all peoples of the world. Lou Reed or David Duke? I'm going Duke. I'm going to go full Duke. Lou Reed. Rudy? Steven? It was Lou Reed. Next one up. Who said it? I don't consider myself a racist. I don't hate other people's, but I certainly want to preserve my own. And I think that's true of all people. David Duke or Lou Reed? I'm going full Duke again. I actually think that was Ariana Grande, so I'm going to vote Ariana Grande. Both of you? Lou Reed. Interesting guy. I need to read more about him. Who said it? Our clear goal must be the advancement of the white race and separation of the white and black races. This goal must include freeing of the American media and government from subservient Jewish interests. Rand Paul. Who said it? It's Rand Paul. It has to be David Duke or Lou Reed, Rudy. Are you Uh, sure Bernie Mac didn't say this? It has to be Lou Reed or David Duke, guys. I hope it's not fucking Lou Reed. David Duke. It's it's uh, put me on the Duke troop. Sorry guys, what the fuck? But it's Lou Reed. Oh man, who said it? I was a product of Andy Warhol's factory. All I did was sit there and observe these incredibly talented and creative people who were continually making art, and it was impossible not to be affected by that. Who said it? David Duke or Lou Reed? That's Reed. I'm getting off the Duke train. Anybody that knows anything knows that in the 1960s. The, the, the pioneers of the art scene. You had Andy Warhol and you had David Duke. Bit of a toss-up. Who is it? David Duke. One point for oh. Steven. It's David Duke. Oh, and that's all the time we have for our great game. Who said it? Lou Reed or David Duke? Thanks for playing.
Maybe you can make a fucking game next time, Rudy. That's true. And you're pulling everyone's weight. I could do that. Every day I sit at my computer doing this, collecting these quotes. I had to read an entire David David Duke autobiography to get Just that. Just on Goodreads, dog. I may or may not have gone on Goodreads. There you go. <laughs> Just saying. There you go. Uh, sponsored by Goodreads. Anytime that you don't want to read the book but want to seem like you have. Uh, I've read all of a series of unfortunate events. Only on Goodreads. Those books are... The words are too big for me to understand. Great. They're great. Sad orphan children. If you don't know what you're... Like, if you want to sound smart, like you read a book, and you didn't read the book, and you don't want to read the book, you don't even have to go on a website. All you really got to do is, like, talk about it, and, like, use big words, and if someone says, you don't know what you're talking about, say, no, I read the book, and they say, well, what happens in the book? And then you say what you think happens in the book, and if they say that you're wrong you just say i didn't say that or you make them feel bad and say oh you obviously didn't see the real true meaning of the book yeah 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 that's what i do most of the time you didn't read the director's cut of the book like when it comes to films i've only ever seen minions that's fair though all the other shit i talk about movies i've i'm pulling it what else do you need to see I mean, yeah. Banana. It's, it's banana. <laughs> those little mans, they just love those freaking I love, bananas. I love... My favorite part about the Minion is he walks into the room, right? He's wearing his little Minion clothes, and he's got his little Minion goggles on, and he walks in to the little Minion room, and there's other Minions there, and he walks up to the Minion, and he goes to the Minions sitting there, and he goes to the one Minion boy, and there's a Minion boy talking to another Minion boy, and they look at each other, and the Minions speak, and the Minion way the minions look and they look at each other and they say boy do I love that banana <laughs> that was great Stephen. thank you that was very good not to derail us too much here but as this isn't re- really a film analysis uh, podcast <laughs> but Alex said I'll leave it as the resident minion expert you specified minion boy are they are there female minions there's a whole like I mean it's not really binary. There's a whole spectrum. Okay. But I mean I've only seen this, this isn't a, this isn't a gender podcast. Imagine what a minion pussy looks like. I've only ever seen uh, female minions on like Rule Thirty Four and DeviantArt. Oh, so yeah. Oh, I have two, buddy. I have two. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, they're just human fleshlights. They're cylindrical for a reason. I mean that's that's really all I could think they are. Right. I thought I was the Bubba the Love Sponge. Scientifically, <laughs> that's what. Yeah. I mean. I think Rudy might be the Bubba the Love Sponge. Mm-mm. Wait, you guys hear that? Yeah, what is Wait, that? Wait, do you know what that means? It's time for Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. Here it is. Oh, 
your farm. <laughs> Kristen, you forgot oh, to cut it off. No. <laughs> Those are a bit of the girthy ones. <laughs> and that was Tristan Horse's viral audio clip of the week. I don't want to be on the show anymore. Why not? <laughs> this is called comedy, Steven. I know you're not really accustomed to it. Can we talk about Coco now? <laughs> <laughs> well, we just got done. Uh, we, we were really putting off doing the podcast, so we watched for an hour a Coco the Gorilla documentary on the, cri- the new Criterion channel, which launched today, April 8th. The people want to talk about Coco. What do you want to say about Coco? She's good. She's wholesome. She is wholesome. She, I like Coco. She left the world and everything went to hell. I, I just want to I want to sit on my front porch with Coco, smoke a couple cigarettes, and just watch that sunset. With her red sweater on. You know, ten, the, oh, ten, years so ago, ten years ago, we had Steve Jobs, Bob Hope, and Coco the Gorilla. And now, look at us in the year 2019. We have no jobs, we have no hope, and we have no Coco. How else am I supposed to make a delicious chocolate drink without cocoa? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? No, that's a fart. That's a no, fart. that's not a fart. Play yourself a fart. No, my jokes never get Play a fart. Play yourself a fart. They never get a fart. No, sorry. Only um, you guys. You heard it here, folks. Podcast, no integrity. Only you and your ilk get farts. So, Steve... Fuck. Thank you, Rudy. Damn. I appreciate it. Rudy just reached over the computer and pressed the button, thinking it was the fart noise. But no, it was only the horse noise. There's so I don't many get buttons. horse noises. There's so many buttons on the panel. I couldn't keep There's track. three buttons. There's so much more than three buttons. There are three buttons. I have a game I'd like to play. Okay. Would you guys be interested in the game I have? Mm-hmm. So, so, if there's two things that we love here at the horse house, it's... Um, Sci-fi fantasy fiction mm-hmm. yes. and war crimes. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a fun game that I set up for you guys. And it's very similar to Lou Reed or David Duke. Which you both failed miserably at. But maybe you guys will do a little better at this. Yeah. So this is going to be Star Wars character or war criminal. I'm listening. Fritz Thyssen. That's a war criminal. That's a Jedi. Is that your final answer, boys? Yeah. Yeah. Fritz Thyssen was uh, killed in Argentina in 1951. He was a war criminal. Oh. You gotta go by the names. I thought, okay. The Star Wars names, it's always fucking, it's Greedo or Jabba. Yeah, the true. war criminals, it's Fritz and Barack and Edie. <laughs> My High Antonescu. I'm going Star Wars. That's I'd... Star Wars. Final answer? Final answer. Final answer. Hit that fart. My High Antonescu was... <laughs> Uh, a Romanian general and a war criminal. Shit. Huh. Is there, like, Star Wars has a Wikipedia? Is yeah. there, like, a war criminalpedia or something oh, that yeah. I can look at? Yeah. Okay. Just so for it's next It's the time. Library of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a list of all 45 U.S. presidents. Damn. There are only really 44. Cause Grover, Grover Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. Two non-consecutive terms. Benjamin Harrison in between. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Benjamin Harrison, one of my favorite presidents. Why? He was, well, I Benjamin Harrison, I always thought his solo career was a lot better than what he did with the Beatles. Mm-hmm. All Things Must Pass, you know, I Got My Mind Set on You. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know any, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Big fan of Benjamin Harrison. The other three, they're good, Paul, but it's always Benjamin Harrison. 
after John killed himself, the drummer went and made Foo Fighters, so that was pretty cool. But yes. I agree, Benjamin Harrison was pretty good. All right, so round three, uh, stop fucking up. Emmer Watt Tambor, Star Wars character or war criminal? Wasn't, wasn't she in Harry Potter, Emma Watt Tambor? <laughs> what? Emir Watt Star Wars Tambor. Star Wars. You both are right. I, I wanted to give you guys a point. Well, 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 you, Steven. Well, you know. Uh, Where did you find this fucking guy, Rudy? Can you have one that's uh, both? So, for instance, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Very clever. Very clever. Yeah, I mean, if you're a womp rat, hmm, yeah, yeah, he's not the nicest guy in the Pretty world. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's they don't even s- eat womp rats, do they? They're all they're all just eating that moisture that they're farming <laughs> in that blue right? milk. All right, Aunt Beru's delicious okay. warm okay. blue milk. <laughs> Uncle Owen sucks that shit out of her tit every night. <laughs> Sometimes Aunt Brew even squirts some of that blue milk on his cock and licks it off for him. All right, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, This game's a flop, but we'll finish it out. Uh, Last one, guys. Uh, Henry Kissinger, war criminal or Star Wars character? Star Wars character. Star Wars character. Correct. Uh, Henry Kissinger was on the shoulder of Jabba the Hutt when his prison barge exploded uh, in the first act of Return of the Jedi. (laughs) Yeah. Having a stroke. Over there. Leg, neck. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm uh I'm uh Nell. <laughs> I'm joking. About pay in the wind. Chicka pay. Chicka pay. Nelly from The Office, the last season of The Office. I hated her. The great, the best character on The Office. Fuck that bitch. I, I was watching. I said up till ten. Much respect to the actress. I just I, hate I, the character. No, no, even her. No, bad. Damn. Put her in prison. I mean, oh, she prison? was in England. She's she already is in prison. But uh, so uh. I was watching, I, I stayed up till like 10.30 in the morning the other day. I watched basically just the entire ninth season of The Office. Mm-hmm. Such shit. Is the ninth season the last season? Yeah. How is that allowed on the air? How is, how did they film that and say, wow, let's, 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 let's air this to millions of people. Do you, what's more your issue, the content of the season or the way they tied things up? The way they tied shit up, I didn't really care, but just, it's not The Office. Yeah. They're out of the office most of the time. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a minute. No, it's, it was stupid. It's, was it the season, last two seasons were stupid. Was it season eight or season nine where Eric Wareheim says that he uh, met Dwight Schrute at the X-Men school? That was, I think that's season eight when they're looking for a new manager. Yeah, yeah. I believe that's Because that's, that's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I was okay with season eight because Robert California was in it. And I think yeah. he's a really good character. Very good character. Yeah, really good character. I am the motherfucking Lizard King. Yeah, yeah. But nine, I just, I season nine was just terrible. I Stupid. I don't know. It was stupid. Well, so I've had this bitch for a while with The Office, and I've talked to you about it from, like, a writing perspective. There are a handful of jokes towards the later seasons, whenever, like, they're, whenever Scott's obviously gone by Yeah. Then, and sort of the, the, you know, Jim, Pam, and Dwight have taken somewhat of a backseat. Mm-hmm. Scott Wheeland, rest in peace. There, there are a ton of jokes that sound like they should have come from another character. Oh like, yeah, there are there are Dwight yeah. jokes coming out of Andy. There are Michael jokes coming out of no, Jim. It, it all just came. It became one big weird orgy. Well, of no one lines. had like a like a, a cohesive character towards the end. It seemed to me. Well, that's that's on the fault of the Matt the Graney. writers because Matt Groening because <laughs> because Jeff Daniels. yeah Jeff Daniels. Uh, it's uh, throughout most of the Office, the minor characters didn't have too much backstory. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had like their two character traits. That's it. You know what I mean? So like Michael leaves and everyone becomes the main character. Well, I don't know what 
how it happened logistically or like internally, but I know like BJ Novak and Mindy Kalig, they were on, they were crew from the beginning. Yeah. Um, well, they wrote a lot of episodes, and also BJ Novak, I think, produced it. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I mean, like, uh, or wrote or Meredith wasn't a producer from the beginning. Uh, Creed wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig Robinson, right? Uh, Who's Craig Robinson? Daryl? Is that on his name? It's Craig something. Is it Robinson? I, I believe know. so. Um, hey, here's like, to you, Mr. Robinson. I think these guys all had, like, producer credits towards the end. And yeah. I feel like it became... Phyllis like, was sort- a casting agent. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And, like, if these were from the beginning, that's fine. I just don't know if, like, it sort of just became incestuous towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sort of just was everyone, oh, well, I think my character would do this. Which, like, there's a reason why there's, why there's like, clear delineations between cast and crew. Yeah. Yeah. I could agree with that. Well, you know what they say: uh, nothing gold can stay, and a snake eats its young. Am I right, fellas? Yeah, that's that. That gets a big for me. I wrote something down for us to talk about today because we've been trying to make a list for the Cocoa? podcast. Coco, we can talk more about Coco in, in, in the after show. Coco will be the after show that only paid Patreons, the only our Patreons can get. So we'll have the Hulk Coco after party. Hulk Coco. Can I rant about... Hulk Hogan Coco. <laughs> is that where I get to spend 30 minutes ranting about Ariana Grande being the new Al Jolson? Yes. Disney parks all around the world are doing away with smoking sections. Yep. How do you feel about that, Rudy? Uh, I think it's antithetical to what they were founded on. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Having a good fucking time. To quote, have, well, having a good time, but also Walt Disney smoked three packs of cigarettes yeah. today, and he made, he was an innovator, he made the innovative choice, decision, to get lung cancer and die. Well, there's mm-hmm. a reason they chained him up in his Nazi office, because yeah. the public couldn't see him. <laughs> I think it's despicable. You know, I don't smoke very much. I used to be a smoker, you know, like a pack a week. That's not even a smoker, really, though, is it? I can't do I'm math. sure many would disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. But I'm tired of this war that's being waged on smokers. Sorry, what? We can't get one piece of the park to smoke with all of our cool, handsome friends. I don't understand it. You don't see me walking into the to the autism safe space at Disney parks and just start screaming and shit. You know, we all need our different areas. That's fair. how dare they? It's stupid. You're right. We should resegregate Disney World. <laughs> we should resegregate Disney World. <laughs> You know, I, I just want to quote a famous Dinsey Din- princess, uh, Natalie Portman. Dinsey. Oh, yes, I heard Dinsey princess. <laughs> yes, my favorite Dinsey princess and Natalie Portman says, "This is how democracy. De- this is how democracy dies." Thunderous applause. So everybody's so happy about this. And what's next? First, they came for the smokers, and I. First. <laughs> First they came for the smokers and I said nothing for I wasn't a smoker. Then they came for the turfs and I said nothing because I wasn't a turf. And then they came for me and all the humans were gone. The humans. Hey, are speaking dead. of turfs, did you guys know that Jimmy Buffett, back in the mid seventies, Jimmy 70s, Buffett's a turf. <laughs> no, did you know that Jimmy Buffett is a turf. But back in the the mid seventies when he was making cheeseburger in paradise, this is actually true. That originally, Stephen, sit back up. So Jimmy, and farting. Jimmy Buffett, back in the mid seventies, his hit song "Cheeseburger in Paradise" was originally "Trans Woman in Paradise." Did you know that? I did not know that. But his record label said it would be too far too ahead of its time. It was too progressive. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett it, truly is like a progressive hero. Stephen, can you sit back up? People can't hear you. I'm sorry. You can't always sleep. Jimmy Buffett truly is a progressive hero. But I actually was able to find... They, they recorded one version of it on a really shitty tape, and I actually was able to find a section of that tape. Do you guys want to hear it? Absolutely. Piece so of is, history. This is Trans Woman in Paradise by Jimmy Buffett. 
Here it is. Tried to amend my dysphoria. Made it nearly 32 years. Wearing wigs on my head with my old name being dead. Shooting lots of estrogen and trying on skirts. But at night I'd have these wonderful dreams. Some kind of famine tree. No feature hair, my bulging peen, but a big round bust and a huge clit of me. Now I'm a trans woman in paradise, becoming a lady with scalpel knives. No longer masculine, new, hold tight. I'm just a trans woman in paradise. I'm sorry, did you say we were on Patreon? Yeah, we're on Patreon. Not anymore, sorry. <laughs> out! Out! <laughs> that was really brave. Pretty, It was very brave of him, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty cool, though, right? Jimmy Buffett, welcome to the resistance. Exactly. Welcome to the resistance, Mr. Buffett. I, maybe he should be welcoming us because he's Exactly. He was I really far liked how, he, how he, he showed. He didn't tell. You know, yes, it was, uh, yes. That's the, a cool way to look at it, Rudy. The huge clit of meat just really just popped into my, into my skull, <laughs> into my mouth. A big round bust and a huge clit of meat. That's pretty cool. Isn't that what we all want? Isn't that the American dream? Listen, the, I mean, technically, yes. <laughs> technically, yes. Cut this. No, Cut this, is, this is all staying <laughs> in, bitch. So, Stephen, what are your thoughts on this whole Mueller investigation being fake? Listen, here's what I think about the Mueller investigation. Then you can say whatever you want about this, but this is what I really think, all right? I think that, you Were know... You, let me charge... Keep on talking. Let me just... Wait. No one can hear you. Just keep on talking, whatever. I, hey, Rudy, can can you make a jewel so I can charge it and hit it a little bit? You can hit this mod all you want while I charge it. Did you just kill this? No. Oh, it's not. Mine's full. It's fully charged. Couple See, he keeps on talking. No one, no, literally, no one can hear me talk right now. Yeah. Oh wait, really? Yeah. No I thought no. I thought you turned me off. No, my, no, my, no, my, my keep talking. No, my, oh, okay. My, my microphone's down. Literally, no one can hear me right now. All right, I'm sorry. You're fine. Keep on talking, man. Okay. Well, really, hey guys, think... I'm back. It's me, Tristan. I just ran out real quick to do something. Uh, Steven, take the mic. Well, all I wanted to say is I think that, you know, Demo- Democrat, Republican, whatever you got going on, all we ever really want in life is a, is a, a, a big titty e-girl. And Robert Mueller said, you know, that's okay. And I think he's an American hero for that. And thank you. Nothing of substance was said just then. Typical lid. Did you guys see Stephen Colbert's response to it the night it happened? No, happened? The night the Mueller report came out? Did he come back from his trout fishing with Rachel Maddow? No. We... Do you guys want to hear it? It's kind of hilarious. So this is Stephen Colbert the night that the, the Mueller report came out saying there was no collusion with uh, Dr. Mr. President Dr. Donald Robotnik. Here it is. Stephen Colbert. Someone call the ambulance and a doctor and the police. The ambulance, the doctor, and the police. 
Well, it sounds like he's taking it well. Yeah. <laughs> so, Billie Eilish. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Yeah. I believe so. Are we still on? Yeah, we're still mm-hmm. on. Billie Eilish. Have you seen this this woman, this girl? She's like 16, right? She's yeah. Bad. What is it? Rudy, sit close to the microphone. Oh. Stop, stop, stop so sloping, to my stop sloping down. Stop John sloping B. down, dude. Stop to sloping my... the sloop John B. She's She's been in the popular consciousness for like two years now two years but but for me about a month i've had no idea who she was until then i'd I'd read about her like i want to say like a year and a half ago. i just now saw her she looks like a homeless woman's pussy she has the hit song i wish you were gay that's not true yeah is that an actual song that is a song from Billie eilish seems kind of gay phobic doesn't it i don't know i don't think it's derogatory Uh, i don't think the subtitle to it is i wish you look at her though yeah she, she's gross. Mm-hmm. She looks like she smells like piss or something. Not Billy, th- hey Billy Eilish, more like Billy. I wish you took a shower. <laughs> My understanding is, and I mean, obviously she's sixteen and has a successful career, so she came from money. But I, I don't know. If that's true. It uh, is. I, I looked it up. Who's who's her father? She's actually Taylor Swift's sister. Well, not everyone who's who's young, who's famous at a young age came from money. What about Loretta Lynn? You ever heard of hey hey dumbass? You ever heard of coal miner's daughter? Yeah, that was like she was born. Years ago. She was born to a poor family in Butcher Hollow, she Kentucky. That on the original phonograph, I don't think it counts. Yeah, well, she recorded on a wax cylinder, <laughs> on an Edison wax cylinder. You yeah. guys ever see the video of uh, the guy that fucking snaps one? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On it's like on a TV show. It's on like closed circuit television. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh yeah, look at these things. They're very delicate. Yeah. <laughs> and him with his fucking Parkinson's hands. You know what? He's just like, I don't know if he's gripping it too tight or what. <laughs> and he Parkinson's just snaps hands. it in his hands. <laughs> yeah, we were we had one of these on the uh, set of uh, Back to the Future 3. Yeah. This is the only one left. <laughs> we truly do live in a society. And when the clowns are sad, who's going to make us laugh? So, about this dolphin... Yeah, about this dolphin. Just like oh, yeah, you were talking about dolphins while we were watching the Coco documentary. What, yeah. what, what about dolphins? I'm skeptical that Coco didn't get the treatment that this dolphin did in the 60s. Was it the rape dolphin? Okay, so he didn't... Dolphins Dolphins don't rape. Teach dolphins not to rape. No, I thought dolphins are the only mammals that actually rape they for like, malicious reasons. Yeah. Instead of nice reasons. <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of natural reasons. Instead of very sweet reasons. Uh, no, there was, a, there was a study that was... I believe it was allegedly funded by NASA in the 60s. Uh, Why would NASA want to know about... Okay. Because you can send them into space, dude. I don't know. Uh, anyways, they gave the dolphins LSD because uh, they thought that they could communicate with dolphins. I mean, this was like MK Ultra era, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? They had some wacky ideas. There was a female dolphin that apparently got along just fine. She was cool. But there was a young dolphin, male dolphin coming of age named Peter... Um, I swear this isn't a bit. Why would they name it? <laughs> I swear this isn't a bit. Look it up. Uh, because was it, was it a family name? I'm. <laughs> I believe so. Who's Peter um, the Third? And he was just getting real, real ornery. Uh, with the uh, with the female tech. Was she on LSD at the time? I don't believe she was. She did live in a flooded house with dolphins, though. But was so he? Maybe I'm not was, sure. Okay. I mean, I know you get. I know you get real horny on LSD. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Um. But yeah, apparently... Uh, Some say I'm permanently on LSD. For the, for the sake of the experiment, she was like, well, I can't have this dolphin being horny all the time. So she just took care of him. She fucked the dolphin? I don't know if she fucked him. I think there was some hand stuff going on, though. 
What is she fingers? Dolphin asshole? No, or I mean, she... dolphin, dolphins have peni. What do they look like? Are they pink? Uh, they look like a dog's I think dick? They are. I think they're very like fleshy. That's I disgusting. I don't think they're like dog dicks. I think they look like elephant dicks. You're going to make me Google dolphin dicks. No, yeah, look up dolphin dicks. I want to see what they Jamie, look like. Jamie, pull it up. Hey, Jamie, pull that shit up. That's a dolphin dick. See, I can't blame her now. <laughs> if we're being honest, I mean, it's 2019. Yeah, I do the same thing. That looks like a gooey duck. It looks like it definitely. Stephen, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that was gooey duck. That's true. Uh, also, this search result for images: dolphin rape caught on film. <laughs> Gee, that's not a real picture. <laughs> that's really funny, Rudy. Visual joke for the audio. <laughs> yeah, listeners. I was going to say that's really great for the audio listeners. What, what the fuck? Look it up. Was this woman? Did you all get, have computers, well, idiots? No, I, I'm not done with this woman who fucked the dolphin. Yeah. We did, don't know that she fucked. Did it. she get in trouble? No, I think it was encouraged. Like NASA? Yeah, I don't know. She went on. To the, be, Neil Armstrong was like, fuck the NASA fuck point, the dolphin, bitch. The, fuck that dolphin. The NASA point was from The Guardian, so I don't know. Uh, that this, woman went on to be Jane Fonda. <laughs> that woman grew up to be Hillary you know, Rodham Clinton. The Independent uh, corroborates this as well. Um, Are there videos? Or the Communication Research Institute, informally known as the Dolphin House. Welcome to the Dolphin House with your host, Tristan Dolphin. Ah! During the isolation period, the dolphin, named Peter, began making sexual advances towards the researcher, Margaret Margaret Howe Lovett, who chose to relieve the animal's urges because it was proving to be disruptive to the training. (laughs) Ultimately, none of the dolphins were able to learn English. (laughs) But they did learn... How to love. <laughs> but researchers found that they were 70% more vocal after they were administered with LSD. Yeah. Got... Did she kiss the dolphin while she did it? I too? hope not. I feel like it had to have been a strategic come for the dolphin. Now, I've seen... <laughs> now, I've accidentally seen my fair share of bestiality porn. Like, girls sucking off horses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think there exists a video of a, of a woman sucking a dolphin? 100%. Off? I don't want to see it. Give me 24 hours. That's just like, that seems way too exotic. What, you're going to film it, Rudy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I got to go to SeaWorld real quick. Tristan's been cut, trying to keep it under wraps this whole podcast, but he's a real nicotine head. I'm a real nicotine head. Listen, oh, oh, would you rather me smoke cigarettes, Rudy? Yeah. Would you rather me smoke crap? I'd rather you not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you want me to put this needle full of heroin in my vein, asshole? I think I'm going to start doing methadone for fun. Don't. But it's, it's fine, That's how though. you get started on meth. No, they give it to you for free. Yep. That's how you get started on meth. Really? Yeah. Wait. It, no, methadone's a heroin substitute. Yeah. Is it? No, methadone's a heroin substitute. I thought substitute. it was both. It'll make you a country western superstar. Exactly. But it, No, but they give it, they administer it to people for like free or whatever, right? So like it can't be bad. Is there a I large mean, percent of heroin users who started doing methadone before heroin? No, but I feel like that's like an easy route, right? Like if you've never smoked a cigarette before and you go, I really want to try these nicotine patches. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like you, you can taste. see how it goes the other way. You get the taste. Can I get like Meals on Wheels but methadone <laughs> like delivered to me? Sure, sure. Your methadone's here. Oh, uh, come in. Where's the methadone man? Babs, Babs, where's the methadone man? <laughs> Speaking of like a... <laughs> Steven gets it. Egg lady from Pink Flamingos. Babs, when's the methadone man coming? <laughs> she probably eats shit. I want to bring it back a little bit to methadone and like in-house Meals on Wheels procedures. Sure, Rudy, go ahead. Uh, Shoot your shot. Do you guys want to do heroin? No, I'm sorry. Uh, they say it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. It's, it, it, they say it feels like you're getting sucked off by 10,000 dolphins at once. I can only dream. Yeah. I'm more of a hammerhead shark kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the you hammerhead grab shark, the their head, the head. Is, a, is a handle, basically. You know? Well, they uh, call it nature's handle. 
so I'm sorry. Uh, as I was saying, uh, y'all familiar with like the Vegas uh, party recoup market? Mm-mm. There are like uh, like home order folks that'll come in with like a bag of saline into your hotel room or whatever. If you're like super dehydrated after a party, well, that's cool. Well, yeah, just give you like a bag of saline. Yeah, I want to do that shit on a daily basis. You inject that into you, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Saline, it's the yeah. best feeling. Have you ever like been to the hospital for dehydration? No. Why would I do that? It's I like wa- it's like those bags. Hey, 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 hey! I have a faucet that gives me as much water as I want. Why the fuck would I go to the hospital uh, for dehydration? I knew, I knew somebody that was a nurse, and he'd bring him home, and if you felt hungover, you'd it's pop the best. Him in. Well, you know, they also use saline for is the the guys who the fetishists who have the giant ball sacks. Yeah, they pump it. Into well, those the ball are saline sacks. injections. Yeah. Saline injections, yeah. Yeah. But your body just absorbs it. They say like twenty four hours the balls are back to normal. Well, like with for medicinal reasons, right? I believe it goes into a vein. That's I'm also for sure. medicinal That's also for medicinal um, reasons. Well I'm sorry. Yeah, but like for for, it's non, for mental health. For non idiot reasons. Yeah. Well um well, it's the kink, best feeling. Kink shame much, Rudy? Fuck I, know. Just I was super sick, had, had been vomiting, and was exhausted. So you, you injected saline into your balls? No, I just I went, had to go to <laughs> the hospital because I felt like I was going to die. Uh, drink water? No. I'll, I'll bring you a 30-pack of Dasani. I could, was your faucet broken? Your bathtub right. broken? Couldn't keep down water. Was too busy dry heaving. Too busy gaming. Yeah. I was too busy gaming. <laughs> That's honestly why I want it. It's the best Sorry, feeling. Sprite. You can feel it spread from the injection point through your body. Is that true? It's the best. God, where can you get saline for me? I don't fucking know, man. I need to get it. Because I want to dehydrate myself on purpose. It's and so good. Experience that. That sounds kind of awesome. You know that feeling whenever you're really hot and like you've been sweating a lot and you drink some nice cold water and you can almost feel it going over your rib cage? Sort yeah. of. Oh, yes. It's oh. like that. Oh. Ooh, it's mama, like that, mama, but mama. through your veins. The best feeling is when you're hot and thirsty, and you take a first sip of a cold beverage, yeah. and you can feel it travel down yes. your throat. It's, it's, you know, the best part about waking up is Folgers in your cup. Uh, this brother, that brother and sister, they fucked in that ad, by the way. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They definitely. Oh, have you seen that ad? Yeah. It's very sensual. I forget who did a little parody of it. I think College Humor beat us to that joke. Very sensual. They did like an extended cut of it. Well, they won't beat my next joke. Because here's the idea, and I, we're going to play this. College Humor definitely, nobody will beat us to this, all right? Uh-huh. So it's Ford's Theater in 1865, uh-huh. and John Wilkes Booth is there, and he's just trying to watch Our American Guzzin, the play. But Guzzin. But, 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 on that note, we bid you all a farewell. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another fresh pod, a jewel pod, or a podcast. Who knows? Find out next week. From Tristan, Stephen, and Rudy, take care and God bless.